Hey everybody, I'm Sarah. And I'm Vicky. And we're the Drama Mamas. Yeah, we are. This week, uh, we wanted to do a Halloween movie. Halloweeny? Halloweeny, yeah, something in that vein. And yeah. we chose Cabin in the Woods. Yeah. Mainly because I pushed it real hard. Yeah, and also, like, we had, like, I don't know, eight movies. And so I put them all on a spinner. Mm-hmm. And we had three movies. Yep. And then, yeah, Sarah pushed real hard for this one. I, I like it. I like Joss Whedon. He wrote it. Well, I'm sorry. Yeah, he wrote it. And then uh, he co-wrote it with the director as well. Mm. It just wasn't scary. Yeah, it wasn't scary. And like but the suspenseful moments, they weren't that suspenseful. And I have anxiety. So this nope. movie was written, as I said, by Joss Whedon and Drew Goddard. Okay. Joss Whedon has 36 writing credits since 1988. His first credit was on Roseanne. He was a writer for four episodes on Roseanne. Do you he, love Roseanne? Yes. And he wrote the movie Buffy the Vampire Slayer. And he wrote Toy Story, Alien mm-hmm. Resurrection, the show Buffy. Mm-hmm. He wrote Firefly, Angel, and Serenity. Serenity is the movie they made after Firefly was canceled, right. tragically. Right. Uh, since this movie, he's written uh, The Avengers, The Avengers Age of Ultron, The Justice League, and the series Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. He created it. Well, everybody's allowed to have a shitty movie. Now and then. And it's this one. <laughs> I don't think this is a shitty... I actually really like this movie. Uh, but it's not, it's not necessarily a scary movie. No. But it kind of like takes the it's genre. It's not really like a psychological thriller. It just, it takes the genre and it just kind of, like, parodies it. A little bit, yeah. Felt like. Um, The other writer was Drew Goddard. He also directed. His writing credits, he has 17 since 2002. Uh, His first writing credit was on Buffy the Show. He Mm. wrote five episodes. Mm Mm-hmm. And then he did five episodes of Alias. He Were wrote they the, movie. the good episodes or the bad episodes? I didn't look, but I should have because I'm familiar with it. I actually just watched the first two episodes with Serenity. Mm. And uh, she was interested enough to keep watching, which is a good sign. Nice. Um, I have, like, the long plan is to have her dress up as Buffy for Halloween one year. Maybe <laughs> but next I got to play the long game. Maybe next year. Maybe next year. She gets much older. <laughs> She'll be like, no. There was a leather skirt at Target. Oh, it was like not real leather, but it looks right. leather. Yeah, and I like was leather. like, that'd be good for Oh, a when costume. I was her age, I would have rocked the shit. Oh, yeah. I'd rock the. She doesn't like skirts, but yeah. Well, I don't like skirts a whole lot. <laughs> but I had a pair of pleather pants when I was her age, and I thought I was hot fucking <laughs> shit when I wore them. <laughs> And uh, now I look back, I'm like, oh. Ooh, what were you thinking? Cringy. Oh, there was a shirt But then, like, was... sometimes I'm like, if there was a good pair of, like, boot cut pleather pants <laughs> at the right price I'm not that buying. fit I'm me just right. Mm-hmm. Yes, God. <laughs> <laughs> he wrote um, Cloverfield, the movie. Did you ever, did you watch that? I don't think, I don't know. I don't it's, remember. It's a found footage movie, so it's just like... Is that the one where, like, the whole town disappears? No, no, no. It's okay. uh, it's like an alien invasion. 
it starts mm-hmm. like they're at this party and then like shit gets real and you kind of follow these these people mm-hmm. as they flee and try to like they go to a FEMA tent and it's been sacked like it's no. it's a, interesting and it's also like a handheld so it's, there's a lot of shaking but it's really it's good I think and then 10 Cloverfield Lane was also really good is that the one where everybody disappears Mm-mm. damn it I think you made that up in your head. No, there was some <laughs> movie. There was some movie that came out around the same time of those as those, and it was like the trailer was like an empty park, and the swing was swinging, but it was empty. I don't know. I, I didn't know. watch it. Uh, let's see where were Cloverfield, and he also did nine episodes of Lost. Now, since this movie, oh. he wrote World War Z. Okay. Bad Times at the El Royale. I've seen both of those movies. Uh, he created the Daredevil series for Netflix. Oh, nice. I've not watched that, but I've seen... Uh, it's good. I liked I've it. I've seen several of his other things. Especially, the first season's really good. Yeah. And then the second season is frustrating. Yeah. Uh, but the first season's amazing. Netflix either really hits it or they really, really miss, miss it. it. Yeah. I would and agree with that. sometimes they do it in the same show. Man, you want to talk about a show that, like, was so good the first season is kind of a play on the thing mm-hmm. which i know you haven't seen that but we should watch that for the pod like mm-hmm. it's it's a good movie but you've missed your halloween opportunity i know i know it's a good time anytime good movie <laughs> anytime um but it's kind of like a play on that they're in the arctic and there's like this thing that's taking over people's bodies it's like a whole thing mm-hmm. and um the first season is so good so good like the tension is good and the acting is good and the story is good and then season two absolute shit yeah so bad unwatchable mm-hmm. i was just like what the fuck mm-hmm. is happening such a disappointment it really it's was. like fucking lucifer oh yeah this new season oh no they should have just left it yep it was fine like I would have liked I appreciate new content but this is fucking hot right, garbage right but how dare you right like yeah. come on guys you've got a that's bigger that's how budget. I feel about the Veronica Mars season 4 I'm like how fucking dare you um I'm sorry I don't remember that season yes that's fair uh, okay, so he directed that Drew Goddard directed this as well. He has 5 credits since 2011. This was his first credit for directing. Well, not bad. I know, right? For a first effort, it's pretty awesome. Uh, Since then, he directed Bad Times at El Royale. Great movie. And he has in production the untitled Nate Bargatze project. And I only mention that because Nate Bargatze is... I'm probably saying his name wrong. He's a stand-up, and he's very funny. He's from Tennessee. Oh. And he has some stuff on Netflix. But he's not Benton. That's the only comedian I care about from Tennessee. (laughs) Uh, isn't Benton from like Alabama? No, he's from Tennessee. Uh, I don't know. I you skip, don't listen to enough. I good skip for all the you. parts where he's talking because his voice annoys me. Um, <laughs> I mean, I'm sorry. I do. I'm sure people skip the parts I do where like, I speak. Once you get like the first, I don't know, forty minutes in on most of the episodes because it starts with her and Benton talking. Yeah. Once I hear him talking, usually I'm like, this is an ad, and I just skip forward 15 <laughs> seconds until it's all over. And that's what I do in all of the podcasts I listen to. Pro tip, you guys, if you do it on Spotify, people are like, don't tell them, they'll change it. Oh, yeah, they're going to change it. Mm. The whole UI for podcast. 
I don't think so. When I fucking pay premium so I don't listen to commercials, bitch. Um, anyway. If you have a chance, check out his stand-up. Also, our podcast doesn't have any sponsors. That's not, right. Please don't skip the sponsors. We do it because we love it. That's right. We don't need the money. But if you want to give us some, we will sell your mattresses or your uh, hair dye or your whatever the fuck. Uh, your bras. We'll, sh- your we'll sell your bras. Systems. Yeah, I'll sell your security systems. I'll sell your ring cameras. Uh, okay, so... I could really use a bed. I'm going to cover... I did research on Chris Hemsworth, but rewatching the movie, he doesn't actually play that big of a part. No, it's really... It's disappointing. I really liked... It's fine. Marty. What? Marty. The stoner? Marty. 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 Yeah. Go figure. I know, right? Who's surprised? So I did research on Dana and Marty. Uh, Dana is played by Kristen Connolly. She has 33 credits since 2003. Her first credit was Mona Lisa Smile, which was that Julia Stiles and Julia Roberts movie. Yeah, I didn't watch that, but I remember the I watched it, but I don't remember a single thing about it, except almost everybody had red lipstick. I remember Mm. that for some reason, and it might even be wrong. Mm. Um, And she was in As the World Turns. Uh, She had, like, quite a few episodes, so that's a, a soap opera. I know that I have seen her in something yes she seems very familiar she's real cute very familiar her and marty reminded me of uh daphne and shaggy yes i kept thinking about that uh since this she was in house of cards a show called zoo which i vaguely remember and she's in that new netflix show evil i've not seen it fran kranz fran kranz yeah i said it that's marty Uh, yeah that's marty okay and for the record, this is in the trivia, but I looked it up because I didn't believe it. You know when they're swimming mm-hmm. and he came out with a shirt on and a towel over him? Mm-mm. He was wearing a shirt and a towel over the shirt and he was wearing like cargo shorts. Well, the reason they did that is apparently Marty is ripped all the fuck. Oh, and they were like, no. <laughs> and they were like, we can't have this character be ripped. You can't be more ripped yeah. than Chris fucking. Yes, exactly. <laughs> and I was like, he can't have been the right ripped. And then I Googled it and he definitely can. Do you want to Hold see? on. What did you say his name was? Fran Kranz. I can't see. I'm blind. Okay, Marty. I know, right? I'm like, damn. Not bad. I am not mad at it. Damn. Okay, so. Damn. You should uh, Google Fran Kranz ripped like Jesus. That's actually what I Googled. And (laughs) because that's what the quote was in the the trivia. That's funny. Uh, Okay, so he has 74 credits since 19. God. Eighty-eight. I think I typed that wrong. It might be ninety-eight. Uh, his first credit was in one episode of Frasier. He was in Donnie Darko, Training Day, Matchstick Men, which I really like that movie. Have you ever seen it? It's a Nicolas Cage movie. I think I have like one time, but I don't know. He's a con man. If I yeah, I don't know if I saw it in its, its entirety. I I really liked it. Um. He was in The Village. It's, he was in one episode of It's Always Sunny. Mm. And he was in a show that Joss Whedon created called Dollhouse. Mm. That had like a ton of potential. 
and just like did not just fulfill fell it. Over. Yeah. Yep. It starred um Eliza and bring it on. What was her name? Eliza uh I don't know. I can't think of her name. But she was the star of the show. And basically it's about this um agency that has a bunch of people who they can imprint this personality on them. Eliza Dushku. I thought it was Dushku and then I was like, that's not right. Um she's the show was really it had a really cool idea and it just like just did not but he was good in it. He was good in it. Hmm. Uh, since this movie, he's been in one episode of The Good Wife. Mm-hmm. He was in three episodes of Dallas. He was in two episodes of Homecoming. He had more credits, but these are the only things that I recognize. Mm-hmm. This movie came out in 2011. So not too far in the past. No, not too far. Although it was made before that. There were some issues getting it released. Oh. Uh, the Oscar winner in 2011 was The King's Speech. But the more important thing is that was the year that James Franco and Anne Hathaway hosted the Oscars. Do you remember that? No. And he looked sick and or high the whole time. And Anne Hathaway was almost manic trying to make up for it. Oh, no, I don't remember that at all. Like, it was a a whole thing. It was not a time in my life where I had internet. (laughs) Uh, Okay, movie trivia... The movie's opening was a deliberate attempt by the filmmakers to confuse the audience and make them think they walked into the wrong movie. Do you remember the first scene? Um, it was her looking through her window. She was mm-hmm. in her underwear. No. It was the two guys that are running this whole show. Oh, right. Talking right, about right. their lives and random shit. Yeah. The one guy, I know that guy. Yeah. Bradley Whitford. He was in The West Wing. He's also in Get Out. Okay. I mean, he's been in like a million things. Yeah. But I know him from The West Wing. He's Josh Lyman in The West Wing. And he belongs with Donna. <laughs> uh, I said it. I said what I said. Uh, during the lake scene, the only student not to jump into the lake was, is Marty, who remains fully clothed on the dock. And this is partially due to Fran Kranz noticeably being in as good, if not better shape than the other male students in the commentary for the film the writers joke that he was rich like muscular jesus my bad oh and assert that if marty were shown being that fit it would ruin the character disagree Mm. i've known plenty of ripped stoners and this is also why marty wears back your clothes to get ripped (laughs) uh during production mgm saw the dailies of the scene where chris hemsworth instructs his friends hmm Where he instructs his friends. What scene is that? Uh, is it the very brief bit where he's like, everybody in my room. Right. We, we should stay together. And, and then, then he gets that, that dumb spray. Yeah, kind of. And he's just like, we should split up. This isn't right. We can cover more ground. <laughs> Why that are you trying to cover say. more ground? That's what they always say in the horror movies, though. We'll cover more ground if we split up. Why are we trying to cover more ground? I'm trying to get the fuck out of right. here. Exactly. I ain't trying to cover ground. <laughs> uh, let's split see. up so the killers can get us all. 
On the ba- on the basis of his performance, they signed him on for Red Dawn. Two days later, Hensworth was also chosen to play the lead in Thor, which also came out in 2011. Mm. Both Red Dawn and The Cabin in the Woods would eventually be delayed for several years. Him and Thor? Yeah. Yeah. When MGM went bankrupt and were finally released the year after Thor. Mm. After the film was shelved due to the studio's bankruptcy, even director and producers, Joss Whedon and Drew Goddard, had little faith in it until Lionsgate saw the finished film. They loved it and picked it up for release. Wow. Uh, Joss Whedon and Drew Goddard created over 60 different types of monsters that were created specifically for the cabin in the woods. Okay. I, I liked all the monsters. I thought that was really neat. I thought it was neat, yeah, that they had that many of them. Mm-hmm. And then that you, it was like a choose your own adventure. Yeah. And like, uh, they almost had the merman with the conch shell. Yeah. They almost had the ballerina with the music box. Yeah. Who I've been was trying the to necklace? think the necklace. I don't know. I don't remember seeing anyone that, that would have. Yeah, would have fit, fit that. that. They almost had the saw guy with the puzzle. Yeah. And uh, we walked by those um, China masks. That the creepy people that filed out. Yeah. It was like the purge kind of They feel. were cool. Yeah, they were I cool. wish I could have seen more of them. <laughs> uh, I'm sure there's a movie we can watch for that. Lionsgate was so behind the film that it reconvinced Goddard and Whedon that this was a good movie. <laughs> no, no, your movie really is good. <laughs> no, we swear. Are you ready to get in the 2011 state of mind? Okay. Are you ready to revisit it? Uh, you were childless in 2011, weren't you? Yeah, Zach and I met in 2011. Nice. All right. We started fucking. Yeah. And then I got pregnant all yeah. in the span of a few months. <laughs> the top song was We Found Love by Rihanna. Yeah, we did. Me and Zach. In a hopeless place. It was. <laughs> have, you, have you heard... Someone sing the parody, we found Dove in a soapless place. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, natural disaster. The Japanese earthquake and tsunami killed over 16,000 people. And meltdowns at three reactors in the Fukushima da- Daiichi nuclear power plant are still being dealt with today. Yeah, that was bad. I remember that. Uh, I think this was the year that Charlie Sheen had his full-on meltdown. No. Because the... That was... I was in high school. Okay, well then he... One of the notable quotes of the year was, I'm a winner by Charlie Sheen. Ah. And I was like... No. No tiger's blood? It was definitely... Like, if we're going to pick up... His full breakdown was like, while I was in high school, because I remember they were like... They were like, we're going to write to people we look up to and see if they write us back and i saw the assignment it wasn't for a class i was in mm-hmm. and i was like i'm gonna write charlie sheen and be like can you just be like tiger's blood we're winning yeah and i graduated in 2010 so but he was he had a men- he had like a full spiral over a few years for sure. So, Frank Buckles, the last surviving soldier of World War One, lived for 110 years and died in 2011. When asked about his secret for long life, he simply offered, "When you start to die, don't." 
Ah. Hmm. Very wise. Yes. In the London riots of 2011, the looting and vandalism which took place throughout the city was almost totally avoided by bookshops. One man said his store would probably stay open during the unrest, stating, quote, if they steal some of my books, they might actually learn something. Mm. Uh, The country of Togo? Okay printed a postage stamp with a photo of an actress portraying Marie Curie, thinking it was actually Marie Curie. Nice. Nice. Adam Sandler's 2011 movie Jack and Jill was nominated for all 10 Razzie Awards and won every single one. On July 11, 2011, Neptune, the eighth planet from our sun, completed its first full rotation of the sun since its discovery in 1846. Wow. Yeah. What a year. Wow. We had Let's two gold Neptune. in Neptune's year. That's crazy. Well, you know. Uh, during the Mets versus Phillies game, the country was informed of Bin Laden's death. The whole crowd cheered USA, confusing the players as they hadn't gotten the news yet. Like, we're what? both from America. Right. <laughs> Russia didn't consider beer to be an alcoholic beverage until 2011. Before then, it was classified as a soft drink. Okay. I don't know why that tickles me so much, but that's fucking funny. I mean, in Russia, beer drink you. (laughs) It's Soviet Russia. Uh, Third of all divorce filings in 2011 in the U.S. contained the word Facebook. Wow. Yeah. Well, I mean, I bet they did. You just fucking, you're in an argument with your significant other. You're like, I wonder what my ex-girlfriend looks like. Wow. What's she doing? What's she up to? She's still hot. Then you look her up and you're like, nope, never mind. My wife's all right. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So, you want to tell us the basic story? So, basically, there's these five teenagers. Teenagers. Right. Uh, And they're going to go on a weekend trip. One of them has a cousin who has this cabin in the woods. They just bought. Super great. They're going to party and fuck and party. And then they take an RV trip to go to the cabin which seems redundant yeah um just saying and then they get to the cabin as they pull through the thing we see there's like an eagle and it gets splattered on like a shield so we know that they're in like a test area Mm -hmm. and then uh you know they start doing what teenagers do which is be dumb and fuck around and dance and drink and mm-hmm. whatever smoke swim party party and uh they're chilling the fucking cellar door pops open they're like what's down there better check it out <laughs> better check it out not i would have been like mm. i've been like i'm leaving Bye. i think we should leave 
I think the last thing we should do is go down <laughs> into that dark, creepy-ass cellar. So it's full of shit, and they look at the shit, and they're, like, enthralled with the shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then it turns out that the shit is how they're going to die, kind of. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then they die, and then there's a lab, and there's sacrifices and they're all for the ancient gods so they don't come up and ruin the entire world yep but it doesn't matter because it's gonna happen so the framing device like the story is about the college students going on this trip but it's framed in oh yeah they were supposed to be college students i guess they weren't portraying teenagers well i mean they're probably still teenagers Mm. but it's framed in there are these people that are orchestrating events so that they will die in kind of an order yeah the whore has to be first the virgin has to be last the virgin doesn't have to die it's up to fate up to fate but she definitely has to outlast everyone else yes and this will appease the gods now i assume this is just like Everyone has a different approach because I can't imagine there's a whore in the Japanese classroom. Right. The nine-year-olds. Right. Like, this is just, like, the American... This is theirs. Yes. Uh, And that makes sense in terms of, like, American horror movies. Yeah. Are generally this format. Yep. And the slut always dies first. Right. Followed by her boyfriend, who's the athlete or the warrior. (laughs) Should have had uh, the token black guy. Yep. Uh, Who also doesn't last. No. Uh, Okay, so I looked up the archetypes, because, you know, they refer to them, they uh, never refer to them as their names when we're dealing with the people downstairs. No. It's always their archetype, which is the virgin, the scholar, the athlete. I would have considered it the warrior, but whatever. Uh, the whore and the fool. Well, you know, common times. So the whore has to die first. That is. Yeah, she has to atone Jules. for her sins. Yes, she dies first. All's good. How dare she want to fuck? Dana's the virgin, so she has to go last. Allegedly the virgin. Yes. Loosely the virgin. Now, here is the fan theory that I came across when I was looking at because I wanted to have the list of the archetypes. Right. This guy says that. Dana is not the virgin. Marty is the virgin. Mm. Dana's the fool. Mm. Which means if that werewolf had killed her... It would have been fine. It would have been fine. And the more I think about it, the more I think I agree with him. Because, like, she was sleeping with her professor. That's a bad decision. She read the Latin out loud. That That was was a bad bad decision. decision. Yeah. Like, she... She was totally ready to shoot her friend who just saved her in the fucking head because some lady who has been trying to kill her all night... Yes. Said so. Said so. Yeah. All these things are foolish. And then you have Marty. Now, remember when Jules was dancing up on him and she said that they made out a couple times in freshman year? Yeah. And he's, like, really uncomfortable. Yes. And he's also unattached yes i think all of that evidence he's not trying to get into anybody's pants yeah he's just trying to enjoy his weed although i do think that he finding nemo (laughs) he had more um chemistry with dana than i agree like in my like in my brain i don't remember them trying to push those two together i wish i wish that like hollywood would quit being like 
oh, stoner. Stoners are losers mm-hmm. and stupid. Because, like, if people opened their eyes and, like, looked around and knew what people were doing in their private mm-hmm. areas, you'd be super surprised to know how many super successful, like, not stoner people are stoners are fucking super high <laughs> uh i really like that theory and i think it has quite a bit of weight to it um but basically it's a nice theory i liked marty marty more than i liked her yeah i did too and she wasn't a virgin they you know there's a lot of prep work that goes into this like they dosed jules's hair dye Yes. With stuff that's supposed to make her... Sluttier. And dumber, in general. Yeah, because she's a med student. Yeah. Like, they're all bright. Yeah. And, uh... Let's see. They dosed his weed, but he had such a high tolerance... Yeah. That, that it wasn't whatever, really affecting him. But everybody whatever else... Whatever they dosed him with, she said that it was making him immune to everything else. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. That's why, like, the dumb fog didn't work on him. Yeah. And all that shit. Um, like, also, they, he found the fucking, uh, recorder, the camera. Yeah. I don't, I feel like if he was the fool. Exactly. But, like, he's super paranoid from, like, the jump. That's stoner stuff. Exactly. And when he says, like, he says something like puppeteer, puppet master. Yeah. And she's just <laughs> like, you're real high, bro. She's like, puppeteer. And he's like, Pop-Tart? Yeah. You got Pop-Tart? My, my favorite Marty moment of the whole fucking movie is when he's in his room. He's just found the camera. And they're doing that subliminal, take a walk. Yeah. Take a walk. And, and he's, he's just like, like no. I'm, I'm the master of my own mind. And he, like, straightens his shirt. I'm going for a walk. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God, that yeah. shit is hilarious. Oh, man. They also let you think that he died. Here's one they small They did plot let hole. you think that he died. They show that they are monitoring their heart rates. Yeah. How so is that? So they shouldn't have flipped the switch for the fool until his he flatlined. Even right. if they saw him being dragged away by one of the redneck zombie right. people. And then, like, how... I guess maybe you could have you could say that you put some kind of tracker in their food mm-hmm. or something in order to because you did the hair dye and whatever yeah. else. I don't know, dumb blonde trope. <laughs> yeah, uh, and Chris Hemsworth's character—he uh, had a bad Kurt. death. Yeah, he he I did have a real bad like, death. Like. If you're gonna, this is. I think that's funny. It's very funny. It's very funny. Mm -hmm. And it did show them that they were trapped. Yes. Truly trapped. Mm -hmm. But you're in a fucking horror movie and you die by falling down a chasm, like. Oh no! His neck was definitely broken before he fell. (laughs) Like he hit a wall. Still. Yeah, I, I see what you're saying. I think it's that... It's a little lame. I like this movie because it takes, like, the classic scary movie 
and it gives like a reason for it like maybe these movies are there because this has been happening for like a million years yeah centuries. we have to keep the old gods comfortable i bradley whitford is my favorite part of this movie though like he when he's talking about he they're watching uh dana get the shit kicked out of her by the the last zombie yeah and but everybody wants to celebrate because they think that they've done everything they need to do and he's just like it's weird like i'm really rooting for this girl i want her to survive i just and he keeps looking to the side he's like tequila <laughs> yeah it's so funny yeah and I the felt, fact that he gets killed well, by the merman like he was getting real yeah and then he saw all the rest of the office workers come in he was like oh no i can't be this guy yeah i need to put on my tequila pants and the harbinger is like a true believer and so he's like spitting all that nonsense about yeah the, the blood of the virgin and all this yeah. shit and they just have him on speakerphone they're mocking him right that was funny i yeah it was it was the movie was fine mm-hmm. it it's was just not fine. a scary movie it just wasn't what i thought i signed up for right like i thought i was gonna go home oh, tonight this, and be sure like oh i'm scared as a horror movie like well, it's marketed poorly because yeah. it's not like the trailer was scarier than the mm-hmm. movie was that's the worst <laughs> you that's don't like scary worst. stuff i thought you'd be into this i don't like scary stuff and i i don't like scary stuff because my imagination runs wild and i'll be like scared shitless later because i'll be thinking about it and i'll Mm -hmm. be like oh no have you watched the haunting of hill house uh i don't know it's on netflix i've watched um the tooth fairy movie darkness falls okay it's where like the witch would get the children's teeth and then they burned her and so now she comes in the night and she takes teeth kills you i've never seen it okay well i saw it when i was like 14 and i'm still afraid of it like if i'm in the dark too long i'm like this bitch is gonna come get me (laughs) i lost teeth i'll be i'll be in my house and i will dive to get into the fucking light i'll be like no not today bitch how do you feel oh wait i was brought that up because serenity and i started watching it and like each episode deals with one of the kids because like it goes back and forth between when they lived in hill house and then their adult lives uh-huh because like some shit went down when they were there and they slowly reveal it over the series so um, it deals with their trauma mm-hmm. okay and like the fact that the house was haunted and how each of them have been haunted since okay but the first episode is about the oldest brother mm-hmm just a couple of scary moments very sure. light second one is about the oldest sister also very light uh-huh third one is about the middle sister it's a little creepier but serenity handled it like a champ she was not bothered at all right She's the next episode is about the youngest brother and it he really only has one ghost that he deals with well he has two ghosts but only one of them super creepy and it's like he keeps hearing this tapping uh-huh uh when he's asleep and so he gets up and he opens the hallway door and he see it's like a giant man he's not big he's just so tall and he's floating above the ground but he has a walking stick and that's the tapping that he keeps hearing Mm -hmm. and so he and he's pushing doors open and walking in and so the little boy closes the door and he goes and crawls under his bed and then as soon as he's there 
the door opens and the feet float in right and walks around or i guess floats around and then he starts to leave and the kid lets his breath go he'd been holding his breath and he does it loudly like a fucking idiot and it stops and it comes back and then it looks under the bed and you see its face damn it and then when it shows like the real time in the present uh it's following him it's not giant anymore but it's the same thing and you can tell he's turned mm-hmm. away and he's wearing the same hat and it's the same guy mm-hmm. and he's just behind him all the time mm. and like he'll pace back and forth and every time it shows him the thing's still behind him and it's getting closer and last night serendy left the living room light on the hallway light on her door open the bathroom light on <laughs> like damn. that freaked her out damn uh you know what movie freaked me out? Fucking Rose Red. That Stephen King. Mm-hmm. About that big ass house that changes. Mm-hmm. I don't know that I've ever even seen that entire movie. When I was like, when I was 13, we lived in Nebraska. Mm-hmm. And we had, I had Jim one day and for whatever reason we were watching a movie instead of doing gym class stuff Mm -hmm. and they put on froze fred okay yes (laughs) i was like 13 i was in seventh grade Mm -hmm. and i was just like is this an okay movie to watch at school (laughs) i'm not sure about it i don't know my mom would approve of this (laughs) Um, how do you feel about possession movies? Demon possession? Uh, I don't know. It just... I don't know. It depends on the movie. Like, I like a scary movie if it's like... I don't know. There's a cheese factor, and it's hard to ride that line. Yeah. There's... Well, I don't know. It's not like it's not every like there are very few scary movies that actually scare me. Yes, there's just a handful where I'm like, nope. Yep, I'll watch it, but then I'm like, ah, no. Mm-hmm. But like, I just don't. I don't feel like a lot of them are done really well, and yep. then they're like sold as like this really fucking this is redefining the oh genre. My God, and yeah. then you're just like okay i mean it was all right i guess i mean did you run out of strawberry syrup (laughs) um possession movies don't really freak me out but like the classic possession movie the exorcism oh my god that movie gives me chills like it's fucked fucked up and spins her head around and vomits pea soup everywhere (laughs) well that's not the part that freaked me out but no (laughs) the um Fuck, what was I going to say? She's like, do you want to fuck me, preacher? The episode of Case File that deals with the girl that that's based off of. Well, actually, I'm sorry. It's not based off of her because her shit happened after the book had come out, but before the movie. Huh? It was similar. Yeah. She's German, and they they play audio of her speaking and that Mm -hmm. growly voice. Yeah. 
Mm-mm. Yeah. I don't believe in possession. I don't believe in demons. So, like, generally that shit doesn't bother me. And she wasn't possessed. Like, they did an autopsy. She right. had some serious problems. Sure. But hearing that voice freaks me. It sets my teeth on edge. I'm just like, yeah. oh, no, 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 yeah. no. Because it's her. Like, they're not distorting it. No. She was making those noises. That's wild. Uh. Anyway, back to the movie at hand. Uh. So we... They took the formula of, like, Friday the 13th and Nightmare Mm -hmm. on Elm Street and Halloween, Mm -hmm. and they kind of poked fun at it, and they gave it, like, a reason to be the way that it is. Like, they explained why these teenagers keep making these stupid decisions Uh and um, how easily they can be guided to do what they need to do, and and I I liked that. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean... And I like the really dry dudes on the other end that are just like, this is my job. Right. This is what I do. I got this. Japan can fuck itself. They're like, we're saving the world. They felt very government-like. Yeah, oh yeah. You know. No, this isn't what we want to do. This is what we have to do. do. And since we have to do it, we may as well enjoy it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, maybe the funniest joke in the whole movie was the fact that he was so desperate to see a merman. Yeah, and then he got ate by one. Yeah, and it wasn't. Even it that was cute. not. It was very. It was like a fucking seal. It was like a Doctor Who villain. It was pretty rough. <laughs> um, I think that's the best part, though, was that like it was so unsatisfying for him. And yeah, then he him. was just like, "Are you kidding me?" <laughs> um. I wish that um, the lady at the end, mm-hmm, Sigourney Weaver, had. Oh, I just wish she had also gotten a better death. Yeah, or, she just well, gets I mean, an axe I guess she gets head. an axe to the head, the head, and then he just kicks both of them off, her and the zombie girl off. Mm-hmm. Well, know. you know, the the Japanese kids neutralized their haunting. Yeah. And without a single fatality. Yeah. Like, what could they have done in the cabin in the woods to have neutralized the situation? I mean... Besides kill them. I don't think that they, they, they would have just had to kill them before they got killed, right? Yeah. They would have had to... And as long as more than just um, Dana survived, or in the theory's case, Marty survived, then they would have had problems, the yeah. same problems. Yeah. Um, I'm curious where they got the blood. Like, they didn't... I guess a lot of people would be like, well, whatever. But I'm like, well, how did you... Oh, when they drain their blood down into the... I don't the think that was also included in that. They're just like, the the blood that they use is symbolic. Like, hey, we did... Got this one? Yeah. Got him? Yep. Got him. Check. Checkmate. Okay. Okay. Because I was like, there's no... Like, these zombies aren't going and putting them in a bathtub. Right. They're not vampires. They didn't come and spit the blood in. Spit it in my mouth. <laughs> No, really, spit it in my mouth. What? Ew. Uh. Oh, it wasn't. It wasn't bad. 
wasn't what you expected it wasn't what i thought it was gonna be mm-hmm. i mean i guess it it was what i thought it was gonna be but i thought that it was gonna go a lot harder right and it didn't um and i expected a lot more like a lot more of those oh you turn around gotcha yeah gotcha scared um because like every time every time they tried to do that i was like okay i but can you really get me (laughs) I definitely can tell that Joss Whedon was at least involved in this because he has a very noticeable style of like undercutting tension with humor mm-hmm. and uh, taking jokes on himself. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. And quips. He's very into quips, which is why I love Buffy so much. Well, I almost thought that this would have been better if it had taken itself just a little bit more i don't know maybe it would have been worse if it took itself more seriously maybe i would have been like this still sucks and it's not funny right (laughs) yeah yeah at least be funny if you can be nothing else just be funny um yeah i don't know uh who's your mvp oh well I mean, I think I know who your MVP is. Marty. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because, like, okay, forget, like, the stoner stuff. Okay, cool, whatever. Everybody knows that I'm partial to a chiller vibe. Right. Um, And, like, he was just, like, when she was dancing in the living room and being holy, mm-hmm. he was like, okay, whatever it's uninterested when he was like obviously the odd man out because he was not the man brought there for dana mm-hmm. he was like i don't care like whatever mm-hmm. totally chill not like i don't have anything to stick my dick in <laughs> right i appreciate that mm-hmm. uh, and then like i appreciate that even after dana was about to shoot him in the head maybe without him even looking at her had he not turned around uh he still didn't let that uh werewolf eat her ass completely yeah. i don't know and then uh, he was like we'll just all fucking die i think my mvp is gonna be the uh the god that was not appeased Mm. because so many people died so many so many people died and still is just like it was not what we agreed to i'm gonna have to destroy the earth now yeah like uh i know that there's a literal bloodbath in your hallway but mm -hmm. like i was supposed to get kids i was supposed to get the fool and i have yet to get the fool i like a tasty fool (laughs) None of them were below the age of 20, so... Where is my dish? <laughs> so, uncompromising, uh, you know, you you get... What you allow is what will continue. And so, if they don't meet their end of the bargain, you destroy the earth. And That's I right. respect that. That's right. I said what I wanted, and you didn't oblige. And you know what? You're supposed to get what you paid for, That's and right. I didn't. And now you're going to get what you paid for, which is... End of the earth. The end of the earth. 
Uh, we talked a lot. <laughs> Didn't really talk about the movie a lot, but... I mean, I think we talked about it. I like it. I would recommend it. Vicky, I don't know if she it's would. Not, I, mm, I would recommend it if, like, you're like, I hate scary movies because yeah. I don't like being scared. Or if you think that like, movies are stupid. Maybe you're like, I kind of like to be a little bit scared, and you don't, like see it coming <laughs> i don't know yeah it's fine like it's not it's not going on my halloween top 10 right that's fair that's but fair. i also don't really like my halloween top 10 it's probably like all of the nightmare on elm street movies <laughs> not freddy versus jason not halloween not no Friday the 13th? no like the way that other people were raised for like michael myers mm-hmm. i was raised for freddy krueger like that was we had the whole box set we watched all the movies mm-hmm. my mom was always because i was like really scared as a kid and my mom was always like it's just hollywood it's just make-believe mm-hmm. and i was like okay so i guess like scary stuff now like movies and stuff i'm like <laughs> whatever unless it's like an infection yeah movie 28 days later and then i'm like no mm, i don't like this i'm not like zombie infection zombie infection's fine i'm just whatever right totally cool no no the covid 19 <laughs> i'm like oh fuck this shit i don't want to watch this this is terrifying yeah uh our friend heather recommended this book to me that she had read and i started reading it and it's literally about like a pandemic that gets out of hand Woof. really fa- fast and like and the president is donald straight trump murders people and then there are some people that are immune they're like magic or some shit but they didn't name him donald trump oh, no, in the, the book the because they were like died they were like we can't we can't name him donald trump but they were definitely like the president with his comb over and it's spray tan. Did you get that that uh, picture that I sent you of the magnet that says yes? That cracked me up. Yeah, orange is sus. Yeah, vote them out. Red and blue are sus. Uh, okay, so vote if you want to get in out. touch with us, if there's a scary movie that you would like us to take on, you can do that on our website, the fa- on the Facebook. <laughs> thefacebook.com just search for mark zuckerberg and tell him you want the drama mamas to do this next and he'll be like he'll be like oh i don't know them and you'll be like you're supposed to be paying them like where's their money uh our (laughs) website is the drama mamas podcast.com you can follow us on instagram at the drama mamas podcast we're on twitter at drama mamas pod and we're on facebook the drama mamas podcast yes Unless there was anything else, as always, remember to save the drama. For these mamas.